Welcome back to the Ace and Swish podcast, where we discuss all things sports and debate. I'm Ace. And I'm Swish. And today, we're going to change things up by embarking on a new series. With a bit of a dry well of interesting sports topics at the moment. We've decided to make our next few podcasts over the summer centered around this topic. Who is the best player at each position in each sport? We'll be making our all-time rankings and picks for some hopefully intriguing episodes. And we've decided to start with football. Since football has so many positions, we've decided to split it into offense for this episode and defense and special teams for the next episode. So, Swish, let's start with the most important position in the game, as they say, quarterback. I think our listeners know who we're going to pick. Yeah, it's obviously Tom Brady at this point, and has been for a few years. With 23 seasons under his belt, the most of any quarterback, and seven Super Bowls, the most of any player in NFL history, whether you love him or hate him, the intangibles with him are there. One of the most accurate passing quarterbacks of all time, with a penchant for making comeback wins and coming up clutch. Fourth all-time in touchdowns to interceptions ratio, and the most passing touchdowns of all time. He's done about everything a quarterback can aspire to do, and has proved that his impact can translate between multiple teams, as he won Super Bowls with both the Patriots and Buccaneers. With apologies to Joe Mantana, the original Joe Cool, and Peyton Manning, Brady's rival that hunted him down for so many years. Brady has clearly gained separation since he was at such a high level as a quarterback for such a long time. Yeah, I guess maybe Patrick Mahomes can catch up to him in maybe 10 years if he wins more Super Bowls and keeps posting gaudy stats. But as of now, yeah, I do know Brady is the GOAT, though he clanged to football a little too long. Alright, let's move to the quarterback's partner in the backfield, the running back. This is where it gets more debatable, Swish. Four running backs, former Lion Bear Sanders, former Cowboy Matt Smith, former Brown Jim Brown, and former Bear Walter Payton each have cases as the greatest running back of all time. Though I'm a Bears fan and therefore biased to the beloved Walter Payton, I have to acknowledge that the legendary Jim Brown is probably the pick here for me. Brown had the most rushing yards per game of all time, averaging 104.3 only running back to rush over 100 yards per game and averaged over five yards per carry. He played in a time where plenty of tackles that are illegal now were allowed then, which adds to his resume as he was the most dominant running back in NFL history in an era where running backs weren't set up to succeed. Strangely Swish, I agree. He won the league MVP in his final year, proving he left on top. Sanders was so elusive, anybody should just look up his highlights and say, Wow, Smith probably had the most longevity of all these guys, having the most rushing yards of all time, and Walter Payton was simply a legend, having an award named after him. But Brown made the most impact from the running back position ever. Let's move on to wide receiver, where one former Wideout is considered the undisputed top guy by many. It's similar to Tom Brady at quarterback. There's really no one else you can pick for this spot but the legendary Jerry Rice. Rice has a mix of longevity, 20 years, 
records, leading the league all time in receiving yards, receptions, and receiving touchdowns, along with three Super Bowl titles achieved with the 49ers. Shout out to Randy Moss, though. If a verb was named after you because of your dominance, that must mean you've done pretty well in the league. Yeah, it's obvious that Rice had the greatest career. Though there have been many excellent wideouts in NFL history, it's weird that we're agreeing on everything, though. Three straight times. This is rare. Maybe we're living in an alternate universe. True. Or maybe it's because some positions are obvious to pick all-time best player. I guess so. Let's move on to tight end. I don't know about you, Switch, but I think Travis Kelsey has already cemented his spot as the greatest tight end of all time. I know, guys. You might think I'm being too premature considering Kelsey has played just 10 seasons. But he's the greatest route running tight end of all time. With his speed, size, and agility, and solid block, he's dominated as the best tight end in the league for years now. And I think with no plans of slowing down, he's going to continue separating himself as the best tight end of all time. Well, Ace, I'm going to go with Gronk, to be honest. Look, I know Kelsey is edging right up on him at this point, and in a couple seasons when the Chiefs probably won another treasured Super Bowl, I might be saying Kelsey is the best of all time. But Gronk was an incredible blocker at the tight end position and could have been a dominant offensive lineman if he wanted to. But the reason he was a complete tight end was because also during his prime, he was the best receiver tight end receiver at least, in the league, having the most receiving touchdowns of a tight end in a season ever. I get it. He did benefit from playing with Tom Brady. But Kelsey is also currently benefiting off playing with Patrick Mahomes. One more season of consistent dominance and Kelsey is the best. I'm going to acknowledge that. Because at this stage in his career, Kelsey has played 10 seasons and in, like, Gronk's 10th season, he fell to the level of an average tight end. But at this moment, I say Gronk has a small, tiny edge. Honorable mentions go to Antonio Gates, Shannon Sharp, and Tony Gonzalez. Ugh. Swish, it seems like you know Kelsey is going to cement his spot as the greatest tight end of all time. But you're denying it before it happens. Except reality, man. Anyway, let's move on to the offensive line positions. We'll go through three categories. Center, offensive guard, and offensive tackle. Let's start with the center, an integral part of a football team's offense. Personally, I'm going with Mike Webster of the Pittsburgh Steelers, a legendary center who won a whopping four Super Bowl titles. He was one of the best pass protectors in the league and one of the best run blockers, constantly opening up lanes for legendary running back Franco Harris. Webster was a team-first guy who constantly put the team first in his endeavors. His death came early because of the blows he suffered as a center, which shows his immense passion for the game he loved despite all the injury risks associated with it. That's why he's my all-time pick for the greatest center of all time. Nah, with all due respect to Webster, I'm going with Jim Otto, nicknamed Iron Man, who played for the Raiders back when the AFL was still around. He was extremely durable and had an insane mindset to dominate the competition. He made an impressive amount of all-pro selections and Pro Bowls as well in his time. Fair enough, Ace. I think it's definitely close between the two. 
Let's move to offensive guard. Remember when we talked about Emmett Smith? Well, Cowboys offensive guard Larry Allen was crucial to some of his success as the league's top rusher. And to prove his strength, he once bench pressed 700 pounds and squats 905 pounds. That's the definition of insane. Well, Ace, I personally got John Hanna, the former New England Patriots offensive guard who was versatile in several pass-blocking schemes and vastly underrated since he never won a Super Bowl or played with famed offensive teammates. Still, despite the lack of a great on-paper resume, in my opinion, he's unquestionably the best offensive guard of all time. He anchored an offensive line that helped Patriots produce an offense that had most rushing yards in a season until the 2019 Baltimore Ravens broke that record. That just told us his versatility as both a pass protector and a run protector. He was a dog. Nah, man. You need to acknowledge that Larry Allen was the greatest. He was so athletic and fast for his size and had the raw talent and intelligence to make it big in the league. Let's move on to offensive tackle. I'm going to go with Jonathan Ogden here. 6'9", 345 pounds, won a ring with the Baltimore Ravens and spent his entire career with them. I can imagine it wasn't an easy task getting past that guy to say the least, especially with his additional quickness and athleticism rarely seen from guys of that size. He dominated every part of the game on the offensive line. And he was tremendously consistent across his career, making the Pro Bowl all but once. With respect to Anthony Munoz, I'm going to go with Ogden. I agree. All right, let's wrap up this podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed. Make sure to drop a follow on this podcast or else. And also, we'll discuss the defense and special teams in a part two next week. Peace.